This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We've got a real estate show for you today. Let's talk about, it's got a new name. It's got a name now for what we're seeing. And it's on the thumbnail if you missed it. It's called The Great Deceleration. I don't know if that'll take on, but it's by Fortune Magazine. And I thought, that might be a good name. I mean, it's it sounds kind of scary when you add the word great to it. Because it's more like just a deceleration of the current market, but I've got some great articles for you, some great stats, some great data. I'm watching people now predict the real estate market into 2023, 2024, and 2025. And I'm just I'm just sitting there and watching and laughing because nobody knows what the hell's going to happen. We can just give you the data and then we can anticipate what's going to happen. But I mean the further down you go into into like 2024 and 2025, the more wrong you're going to be. I mean, the best example is watching Zillow try to predict what's going to happen. I mean, they 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 practically change their report monthly and say, "Hey, we're uh, we're going to redo it. We were wrong. Hey guys, we're uh, we're back again. We were wrong again. Hey everyone, we're wrong again." But I mean, they did get the Zillow estimate wrong every time, so. Yeah, it makes sense. So let's dig into the first article I've got for you today. It's called, and you can see the one right behind it too, but let's dig into this one. It's called The Cooling Housing Market Enters into the Great Deceleration. That's where I got the title from. Again, it's Fortune Magazine. These guys are putting out amazing data. Unfortunately, I couldn't get, get this ad out. So bear with me. It's for Refresh Lubricant Eye Drops. It's not one of my sponsors. But, you know, I might need it sometimes. Here we go. COVID-19 recession sending the unemployment rate to its highest level since the Great Depression in April 2020. Um, That happened and we thought, a lot of people thought that, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with the real estate market? It's going to tank, right? And so it says, how could residential real estate not sink? Only it didn't happen, right? Everybody was freaking out Um, in April Myself and my friend, David Childers for Keeping Current Matters, we said the opposite. We were like, hey, everyone, calm your horses. Hold your horses. Calm. Is that even a state? Calm your horses. The opposite's going to happen. We're actually going to go up. Just relax. And what happened? It's exactly what we called. So going along the same route, we're using the data here, the actual data that you all have. This is why I put it into the YouTube channel into the description. So you can follow along too. And um, Sarah, isn't that a great name? I'm, I'm just the, the great part to it is a little bit scary for some people, kind of the great resignation, right? The great depression. Um, what was the other one? The great um, recession, always great for some reason. But there you go. The pandemic coincided with the five-year window. This is something that isn't usually talked about, but the five-year window between 2019, 2023, when millennials born during generation's five largest birth years, 89, 93, hit the peak for first-time home buyers, 
they turned 30-ish. And that meant that a lot of people, a lot of these, these aged people were looking to buy a home. And so now on top of everything that was happening with the pandemic, when people were looking to move out of the areas, because now you, you all know what happened. You lived it with me. All of a sudden there was another spike and people didn't anticipate millennials. For some reason, people were like, millennials are never going to buy. And obviously that was wrong as well. Right? This is why predicting things gets kind of dangerous. This is all my opinion too. And I love reading through different articles. Here, as data rolls out in April and May, now present, where we're at now, it's clear that the pandemic housing boom is cooling pretty fast. We're now transitioning into a new phase, as Fortune calls it. They wanted to coin a term. I think they might have gotten it because I really like the great deceleration. We'll see if it sticks. Heading forward, the breakneck rate of home price growth is expected to enter into a period of deceleration. And they give three reasons, and I like their three reasons, but I want to dig into them a little bit more. Rising mortgage rates cause demand destruction, as would be home buyers get priced out. That's true. All of a sudden, now they have to pay more, and prices are still going up. I, mean, I don't know if you saw the, the median price ranges that I showed yesterday on the graph from Altos Research, but there's there isn't a slowdown, and that's as of last week, so very current. Second, the overheated 2022 spring market has pushed us over the edge into what housing economists call an overvalued housing market. And remember those great, here I'm going to stop sharing really quick so I can talk to you, but remember those that great map that I showed you that showed places that people moved to during the pandemic, and all of a sudden there was a larger inflation there. That's what they're talking about, those overvalued areas. So keep an eye on that because that could be a place where maybe the market goes down a little bit more. Simple economics di dictate that home prices growth up to almost 20% over the past year can't outpace wage growth, which is at 4.8% over the past year. And the, the challenge is it's widening that gap and it just can't happen for a long period of time. That was a really good point. Third, the U.S. economy is losing steam. The Fed isn't just attacking exuberance in the housing market. It's also attempting to slow down the red-hot labor market. That's very true. Fed Chair Mr. Powell has acknowledged that pulling inflation back down will likely require an uptick in unemployment, right? So let's keep an eye on unemployment because if it rises too fast and if it goes up much higher, it's pretty low right now that could indicate that maybe the market's tweaking a little bit further than we thought. But if the great resignation has its own great deceleration, check that out. That was kind of cool. I love that. It'll undoubtedly trickle over into the housing market. There's something else. If recession does come, and we don't know if it's here, right? But a lot of people predicting that we are in a recession. We'll see. End of June, we'll call it. And then July comes in, we'll see all the numbers. If a recession does come, employers could use their increased economic leverage to force staffers back into the office, which we're already seeing in some cases, right? And if that happens, it could dry up the... Look, I had to look up WFH because I was like, what the hell is WFH buying boom? It was all... And I, and I actually looked it up and I forgot it now, but it was all those people that moved out during the uh, great resignation. Jeez, I forgot that word. And Sarah, our Atlanta market prices have peaked and stabilized. Longer days on the market and fewer multiple offers. Still an inventory shortage. 
So that there's that true, Sarah, that's what we're seeing in different parts of the United States. And in some areas, it's still absolutely insanely hot. So those are the things I want you to take a look at. And then finally, in this article on Tuesday, the U.S. Census Bureau reported the annual rate of new home sales fell 17%. And I showed you that yesterday and the day before. It was also the lowest reading for new home sales since the depths of uh, COVID, which was April 2020. So there you go. There, Thank you, Sarah. Work from home. I couldn't remember that. It's a WHF, work from home, whatever, something like that. It Now, it isn't just new home sales that are falling. This week marks the ninth week over the past three months that new mortgage applications fell. And look, if we go over to that chart, which I'm going to just show you really quick because we have it right here. This is the this is the chart of applications for mortgages for trying to buy a home, and they've dropped significantly. Obviously, if we click on the refinance ones with black, that's skyrocketed down. That's normal. But the purchase ones you can see has gone down significantly. And yes, less people can afford a home, right? That's why. So that's important to take a look at. And then Redfin reports that the share of homes with price reductions continues to rise while the share of homes gets multiple offers is decreasing. I have that one from Redfin, and I want to show it to you because Redfin does bring up a good point, but they also forget an important point. Here's, here's the Redfin article. It says, housing market update, nearly one in five sellers is dropping their price the highest rate since October. Now, it's down about, here, they're going to say nearly one in five, 19%. I'm going to stop sharing really quick to talk to you because there's something that they forget to tell you, that the average the average price reduction during a period like this when we're in the summer is we're typically seeing normal markets, normal markets, 30%, right? That's what typically happens. Nobody in any of these articles mentioned it. I had to, I had to listen to Mike at Altos Research and he said, hey, Tristan, 30% is the normal in price reduction. So don't freak out when you see a price reduction of less than 20%, which is 19%. So pay attention to these little things because as you read them in the media, they can definitely get lost in the mix because people freak you out. Now, pay attention to the last sentence on the top here. Measures of home buying competition are plateauing as early stage demand posts its biggest annual decline since April 2020. However, mortgage rates may have leveled off. And nobody, I mean, what? People are forgetting that actually mortgage rates are going down a little bit? like 5.1, 5.2, and they were at 5.5. Now look at this, which could prevent demand from dropping even further. That's important to pay attention to because in some areas, the demand is still hot. And in the price points, it's not only regional, but it depends on what price point we're talking about. Like I, I just talked to my friend out in Boise, Richard, if you're watching, Richard Powell. He's like, hey man, Price points of entry level and mid are still super hot, but the price points that are a little higher, right? Those have slowed down a little bit. So it really depends not only what region you're talking about, but also price points. So don't freak out when you start seeing some weird numbers. And then Redfin has some good data here. I wanted to show you there's three areas I highlighted. Fewer people searched for homes for sale on Google searches during the week ending May 21st. We're down 13% from a year earlier. That, of course, you can blame directly to interest rates. You're a little higher, so it really prices people out. 
Turing activity from the first week of January through May 22nd was 29% points behind the same period. I thought that was interesting as well. A lot less people looking for homes, but the inventory in some areas are, is also lower, right? And nobody's, I didn't see that anywhere here. And then lastly, I love this part because I was like, whoa, whoa, this is so tiny. It should be highlighted really massively. This is a record 57% of homes sold above list price. Up, it's up from 50% a year earlier. Like that shows how people are still demanding homes. The demand is still there in a lot of areas. And yet what happens? People skip the little details like this and they just focus on, on hey, mortgage applications are down, right? Or uh, did you see the price reduction, right? Or did you see the new homes? The sales for new homes was down 16.5%. Oh my gosh, the real estate market's gonna tank. Look, let's look at the data and make some educated guesses as to what's gonna happen. But also do yourself a favor and don't predict into 2023 and 2024. We have no idea what the hell's gonna happen in between. So look at the data. See, if it's time to buy for you, buy. If it's time to sell, sell. But don't, don't get caught up in all of these people telling you that the market's going to tank because it is not from the data that we have right now. If things change over the next few months, if all of a sudden we see interest rates up in the seven and eights, right? If all of a sudden the war is getting out of hand and now other countries are jumping in with Ukraine and Russia, if unemployment goes up super high, then that's a whole different story, but that's not where we're at. So please do yourself a favor, look at the data. I put it up in, into my YouTube channel every time, all the links, everything I share with you. I actually read all these articles, read all this data just for you. So have some fun, give me your opinions. There's no wrong answer. There are wrong answers, I lie, there are wrong answers. The market isn't crashing as of today in May, 2022. So minus that, give me some data. Give me some opinions. I like to go back and forth with you. And I hope you have a great day. And look, find me on social media. And now I have to wait like five seconds because there's a delay on the LinkedIn Live and Twitter Live that I noticed yesterday. If I cut off, all of a sudden it's like not there. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Have an awesome day.